The Masters is on this week, 2014, I dare say. It brings back plenty of great memories for him. Oliver, good morning to you. Morning, gents. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you for making yourself available, Ollie. This must be a week which creates enormous interest for yourself and I dare say a little bit of recollection. Oh, for sure. I mean, um, playing in the the Masters at one stage of my life, I mean, it's something I could look on back forever, you know, and I've got that. I've got that to hold on to, and the lucky thing is everyone else is interested in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> can you recall what it was like, the build-up? I can remember pretty much everything about that week, even the months leading up to it. I mean, it's, they say, the highlight of my, my career as a golfer, so um, I was able to take it all in that week, and that was one of my goals, was to make sure that I take in what was going on around me and not just about the score, um, but yeah, I mean, it was a bit surreal in the months leading up to it. Even after visiting the course a few times for practice rounds, it really didn't hit me until you know the leaderboards started going up and the grandstands started going up, and then all of a sudden it's tournament week and you're driving down Magnolia Lane and there's hundred thousand people on the golf course. Just tell us what makes. Uh, Augusta, the week of it with the par three contest and everything else that goes into the week before the tournament, how important is it not to spend too much energy before play gets underway officially on the Thursday? Yeah, really important. That's a, um, that's a really good point. Um, I came out that week with the saying, um, when you're at the Masters, you've got to treat it like every other tournament. And when you're not, you've got to treat it like the Masters. And essentially that means when you're playing in the Masters, you know, it's very easy to overexpend your energy, mental and physical, trying to practice too much, play the course too much before your before the tournament starts Thursday. And by that time you could be absolutely knackered and you've got no energy for the for the event. So um and then vice versa when you go to other events that aren't maybe of the same calibre, it's quite easy to to relax probably a little bit too much on the flip side. So um yeah, a lot of guys their first time round will uh, will be absolutely exhausted even before the, the tournament begins. Is it like no other course that you've have ever experienced, Ollie? Oh, 100%. I mean, there's just this insane aura about the place. There's not a blade of grass out of place. Even the driving range, you walk onto the driving range for the tournament and go, oh, my God, like this is insane. You've got greens that replicate greens on the course. The bunkers are all mowed. The fairways are just pristine. Everything on the driving range is just as good as it is on the course. And, um, you know, the par three contest, the clubhouse, even, you know, the food and the drink that you can get out on course and the crowds and, oh, the merchandise, it's just, it all just makes this incredible environment at the club and uh, it's it's a really special place to be. And when you were there obviously Australia was the flavour of the month given that the year prior Adam Scott won and Australia despite only having the one winner there at Augusta it's something Ollie that we're always there thereabouts if we're not winning we're, we've got an Aussie knocking on the door. Yeah I think for um, for our population size we uh, we are very strong contenders most of the time and we only have you know, maybe five guys in it on average per year, but we're always knocking on the door, you know. This year we've got six, um, which is the most since I played. I think we had eight when I played. Um, and all of them have a have a fair chance, and they've all got the game to do really, really well. Why do you think Australia performed so well there, albeit Adam's victory is the only one, Ollie? 
The best way I could describe it is um, here in Australia, the way golf is growing, um, it's like we are, we are the quality where we'll say US is, is the quantity. You know, they've got the, they've got the numbers. Um, there's going to be a fair few that make it through. Um, they may not be the best swingers of the club in the world from a technical standpoint. Australia is much more advanced um, and further ahead in that on that standpoint. Um, and I think that's why we, we're very, very competitive. How do you think Minwoo Lee will handle the experience this week? I think Minwoo will either do really well or it might not go the way that he wants. I'm obviously rooting for him um, to do insanely well. He's got he, He's definitely got the game to do it. His ball striking is really good. His whole game is just really, really solid. Um, he's got the length off the tee. Um, we grew up playing a lot of golf together. He he grew up a few years after me at the same club in here in Perth at Royal Frio, same as Minji. Um, and so I've watched him watched him grow up and become his own his own player. And um, yeah, really rooting for him this week. It'd, uh, it'd be good to see. It'd be good for Perth. It'd be good for Royal Frio and uh, we're all rooting for him. What about Cam Smith? We spoke about it a little bit earlier in regards to he's been to Augusta five times. He has a runner-up finish to his name. He's never missed the cut. He's in the top ten in the world now. He's a winner of the players. He's at the peak of his powers, and surely he has to be a live hope there this week. Would that be fair? I think he's uh, he's got momentum on his side, obviously, with his two wins this year with the recent win of the players, and... Um, He's probably Australia's best chance if you're a, if you're a betting man. Um, and uh, when you think when I think about Cam's game, you know he was he's only a year older than me, and we grew up playing a lot of junior and amateur golf together. Um, he doesn't have initially. I would think he doesn't have the strongest game to compete around Augusta because it's so demanding tee to green and he was never the best ball striker in the world. He just chipped and putted it like crazy and it was always so impressive to watch him him chip and putt the ball. But um, in recent years, I think he's really honed his skills um, tee to green and that's what's you know propelled him up into the, have two top five finishes and even a runner-up finish last year. So... Um, yeah, it'd be really good to see him finally get the win this year after his uh, recent form and his um, performances at Augusta previously. Ollie Goss is with us on the program this morning in the build-up to the Masters. Just coming back a little bit more locally, Ollie, if we can, are we going to see you take part in the WA Open later on this month, which, of course, we haven't had for 18 months because of the pandemic? I am. I am. I'm really, really excited. Um, it's back at Royal Freo, which is uh, which is my home club. I'm really looking forward to uh, getting the competitive juices flowing again in front of the uh, the home club. Um, yeah, really excited. And we're going to have two WA Opens this year. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So technically, this is the 2021 WA Open because we couldn't host it last year due to um, the dreaded C word. Um, and uh, we're hosting it again this year as a tier two event. Where last time it was a it was a tier three, so we've bumped up the prize money, and the caliber of players will be some of the best in the country. So um, yeah, it'd be good to see those guys playing a role for it and see what how the course holds up to their to their skills. And golf has been one that's really been hit hard by. As you say, the dreaded C word, Ollie. Obviously, with the Australian Open as well going by the wayside. Is this a year for a a bit of a resurgence of golf, do you feel, in this country, and particularly with the efforts of what Cameron Smith's done over there in the past month there at Sawgrass, it can really bounce back hard this year? 
Yeah, for sure. I think there's a few different ways you can look at it. I think tournament golf has really taken a massive hit. As you said, you know, we haven't had the Aussie Open in a little while. A lot of the tournaments fell away um, due to travel restrictions. You know, we couldn't get the sponsors, couldn't get the players over there. So there was no tournaments to play in. But on the flip side, club golf has gone absolutely bananas. You know, you're seeing clubs... um, restricting their membership because we've got too many people applying for membership. Um, we've got wait lists on our T-sheets every day. Um, and, yeah, club golf is going absolutely bonkers, which is great to see. So you're seeing a lot of juniors getting into the game from the grassroots level, and I think guys like Cam have something to do with that as well. I think we might have been missing that for a couple of years where the Aussies weren't in the best form for a few years there. Um, but with Cam coming back um, and performing really well, I think that's... I think it's um, making an influence. And some of my students that I teach, you know, there's a few mullets rolling around <laughs> around the club, and I've got, got Cam to thank for that. <laughs> that you have. Ollie, we could talk golf with you for hours upon hours, but we have to cut it short. We thank you so much for your time this morning. Enjoy the Masters this week. Thank you, Janice. You too. Um, good luck to everyone betting on it this week, and uh, good to chat to you guys. Thanks for having us on.